Hello, listener. It's me, Strongbad, from the famed website HomestarRunner.com. This season of Backlog Dialogues, I, Strongbad, will be portraying Donald Duck because John cannot do Donald Duck or Don Cheadle as Donald Duck. Thank you. That is all. There are many mysteries in the story of Kingdom Hearts. What is the Keyblade? What is Kingdom Hearts? Why do people keep letting Phil train children? But the greatest mystery of all that I get asked all the time is why, at the end of the first chapter of our tale, was I shirtless, only wearing red shorts behind the door and some secret of darkness opened when making his artificial Kingdom Hearts? Today, the truth behind that mystery will be unveiled. Welcome to Backlog Dialogues, the podcast where we dig you out of your backlog before it buries you. I'm John, and joining me as always are the Demon Power and Demon Tide to my Fountain Aqua. So you're just surrounding yourself with a whole bunch of shadows. Wave of babies. Well, yeah, well, I guess the Demon Tower and the Demon Tide are Aqua's constant companions here. Anyway, I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Jared. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> this week, we are starting off the build up to Kingdom Hearts 3 and therefore the road to Keyblade Mania with a tech demo for Kingdom Hearts 3 that was included in the HD remake of Dream Drop Distance. Keyblade Mania is your your thrust here, just so you know. Yes. (laughs) So, so anyways, we have an insanely named game we have to look in the background of. Kingdom Hearts 0.2, Birth by Sleep, A Fragmentary Passage, or for short, K-H-O-2-B-B-S-A-F-P. Rolls off the tongue. Okay, fine, this name is a bit much. You can make fun of Kingdom Hearts for this name. I have in my notes, fortunately the game isn't as long as the name. This is essentially the story of Aqua being lost in the world of darkness. The saddest, the saddest story ever told. Um, so originally, I think I read that Nomura wanted this to be a full direct sequel to Birth by Sleep. Just this whole idea. Well, just at the end of, of just the end, of the final episode of Birth by Sleep, they had the Birth by Sleep 2 trailer. Yeah. Uh, 0.2 Fragmentary Passage was a trailer that was in the engine for, uh, for Birth by Sleep. So it was clearly intended to be uh in that style. I heard that the deadlines were, were pushed on. Oh, him yeah. and he just had to give up. Yeah. Basically, it's just like, look, you have to pick some of these games and you and we want you to do Kingdom Hearts three. The fan base is turning rabid. We need to have games coming out. Yes. yes. We need a new mainline game on a next generation console. You can't we'll stop all die. It or, also or seems all like <laughs> it also seems like they wanted to make a Square Enix was dabbling in making games in Unreal Engine at this point. Oh, yeah. I think and this, this was, was one of the first. Of, oh, yeah. yeah. This is this is basically where they ended up prototyping what they were going to do in Unreal Engine. Yeah. And also, like, um, a lot of the initial work for Kingdom Hearts 3 was done in their in-house engine, and it wasn't working very well. So this was also sort of their proof of concept for, can we port our ideas and, uh, and some of our assets from 
the original work on Kingdom Hearts 3 to the Unreal Engine. And then Nomura was like, can we also do an Aqua story in it? You really can sense the test out elements like Aqua has a very strange dress up uh, side element there. So, yeah, the completion in this game is very sparse. I'll still talk a bit about it at the end. But the whole point of it is just you complete objectives to unlock weird little costumey bits to put on Aqua, which feels a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> but who's going to appreciate it? All the dark sides. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Man, they really like my Minnie Mouse headpiece. I know those are really expensive at Disney World. They come in all sorts of, of varieties, but come on, Aqua. At least they don't have that weird silver thing. The platinum one, yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. The goopy one, let's just say. <laughs> yeah, the goopy one. No. <laughs> Minnie Mouse is dripping with excitement. No. Oh. <laughs> Wet floor, watch your step. No, stop. One of us had to say it, so I decided I would take the bullet. No. The game starts with the new opening theme. It's a new version of Simple and Clean. It's just recapping Aqua's story and Birth by Sleep. And all I can say about it is the video is really fucking good. I mean, you really they get some really strong imagery of her like being pulled away from the other two in, in newly rendered higher def visuals, too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's even better uh, than the visuals that we got at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 in the uh, Birth by Sleep trailer. Well, that's a very nice action scene, definitely. But this is very much like we're recapping as a fully as a fully rendered uh, Unreal Engine uh, cutscene. It just reminds you that everything went wrong for Aqua. I mean, the parts of the opening I really think about is that we see Aqua facing down with Terranor and also with Vanitas. And then mm -hmm. we have or Ventus Vanitas because it's in his Ventus face. And Mickey tries to save her. And then we just see her drop into the darkness after everything else. I was just I said in the end and the end there's a hand a gloved hand that looks familiar reaching out for her from when she's under the water because underwater is kind of her constant visual in that opening. Yeah. Being Aqua is suffering. Let's suffer some more. And then, and on the note of suffering some more, I have in my notes, let's play on critical mode. I mean, I just flat out refuse to play on critical mode. Good call. Here's what this game thinks critical mode should be. The player deals 50 percent more damage compared to standard. The player takes double damage compared to standard. The effects of Combo Master are removed, which means you can't just continue your combo outside of hitting enemies. Second chance and once more, do not take effect if Aqua is not at critical health when a fatal attack lands. So you have to be in critical health for those effects to be occurred. If you get hit with a big hit that would take all your HP away, you're just fucking dead. And enemies and destructible items no longer drop HP, MP, or focus prizes. That just seems annoying. That's terrible. I did not like this experience on critical mode. I still did it twice. Oof. The game's story opens in a blink or you'll miss it scene in the Keyblade graveyard. It's dark. Kingdom Hearts is formed in the sky and there's a person holding the, uh, the no-name Keyblade with some sort of large object near him. Another cloak figure. Yeah, his hood is up. So is it someone we don't know yet? Uh, all we know about this person is that he's in a cloak. He has a Keyblade that we've associated with Xehanort for a while. Well, we can see sort of a big black shake next to him that's angular. But black box is the assumption. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's put a pin in that for a moment because it doesn't fucking matter for 0.2 birth by sleep or fragmentary passage. Is <laughs> <laughs> he a gasp every time? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but like, it matters for this season. <laughs> it, it matters, but later. It matters, yes. but later. Then we cut to exactly two minutes after the last scene of Dream Drop Distance. Uh, Yen Sid is explaining the situation to Kyrie. It's literally right after we saw her come into the room there. And like it was like, huh, we all look very high def. This is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
My poly count has significantly risen, and I can move my mouth normally. But I'm still not getting out of this damn chair. <laughs> anyway. He's old. What do you expect? The great battle with Xehanort is almost upon us. As you know, we must take action to keep the seven pure lights safe, and thus we must hasten to assemble the seven guardians of light. It's time to return to our world the three keyblade wielders we lost over a decade ago. Ventus, Terra, and Aqua must be saved from the sad end, for they have more to achieve. Following their first battle with Xehanort, Ventus's heart refused to awaken, and so Aqua found a safe location to conceal him. But when she set off in search of her other missing friend Terra, she fell to a place in which there is no return without outside help. I saw her! In the realm of darkness! Mickey, tell us some more! Mickey, wait, you knew where Aqua was this whole time and you didn't go help her? Yeah. Like, and, and so there's, there's this. Let me explain. I can explain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so. had, I had to get ice cream. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Mickey, so the whole context of the story is Mickey is telling the story to Riku and Kairi. Where are Donald and Goofy and all this? Oh, they're they're waiting for Sora to get out of his cuddle puddle. We actually see that at the end. Well, but the, could they also be listening at the door? It of might course. be. Yeah, <laughs> because last we saw, they were hanging outside the tower and Riku showed up with Kairi. Though, of course, they, that was through context. They were just surprised him with them. So they're in the they're in the building probably. Yep. So, <laughs> so I do kind of imagine Goofy, Goofy at the door. Well, what in tarnation does that mean? I don't know, Goofy. Let's find out. Now it is worth noting the opening video also plays here. If you didn't just let it run at the op- at the like the load up, yeah, yeah, yeah. And after the video, Aqua is walking along a path and happens upon the Castle of Dreams. Wait, what is the Castle of Dreams doing in the world of darkness? It, co- it fell to darkness. Remember? Yeah, I will say we're. I'm just going to put this out right now. It's clear very li- much later, but it's it's pretty clear. To point out, this is happening on or around the time of Kingdom Hearts 1 when worlds were falling wholesale to darkness. Yeah, that's true. And we at least know that from what we saw in the end of the world in Kingdom Hearts 1 that uh, Cinderella, Snow White and Sleeping Beauty's worlds all fell to darkness as well. Well, you know, Fairy Godmother ditched the uh, world to go hang out with Merlin for a while. So, yep, (laughs) she is sus as fuck. Holy shit. Um I'm not going down the ship. I'm going to hang out with my old flame. Anyway. I could have said something much worse. Here is Aqua narrating as her time in the darkness. There's no time in the realm of darkness. I walk on and on without end. Throughout this, she's she's narrating as she's dispatching shadows. I don't remember if she's using, is she using the Master's Proof Keyblade or? Yes, she is. She is using Ericus's Keyblade, yes. That is her main weapon through the... Because her original is still gone. Yes. In the realm of light, do days or years pass with each step? I know something has started to go wrong. And then we get a small tutorial on a new battle system. Because once again, she's surrounded by shadows. Now, Aqua's level, I want to say 40 to start? I think 50. 40. I think... I saw either 40 or 50. All I know is one of the objectives is get to level 80, which... Look, disapproval. I think I gained like four levels playing this game. 10 at most. Yeah, she's supposed to be quite strong to start out with. Well, actually, I remember they point out it's within about five levels of where a standard play of Burp by Sleep might have her by the end. Yeah, yeah, basically. I just want to mention the realm of darkness looks like 
at this point, we're in what looks like a, you know, a semi-civilized forested realm. But everything, it's not just night. Everything is like low lights. There's like mm-hmm. e- even a little bit away. Shadows cover everything. Trees are black blobs. The sky swirls with like some unusual aurora like effects would be on that. There's no stars, no moon. It's just very empty. <laughs> the battle system that we are given is a lot like Kingdom Hearts 2's. It has that same MP system. Uh, there's a few things that are brought in from Birth by Sleep, such as shot locks. Uh, Aqua has her prism ray, I think it's called. She actually doesn't get it right away. She True, several right. parts of the battle system are unlocked over a series of um, of like location collections that start this world. Yeah, we'll go over each of those as they come up. But but it is true. Yes, it plays she, a lot like Kingdom Hearts too. For I think she picked, and she also keeps form changes at once through. Yep, and she also gets grand magic, which is new. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll talk about all those a bit more as they come up. Mm-hmm. As Aqua proceeds, she soliloquizes about the world falling to darkness. I just want to stop and say she narrates so much. I wonder if she's no longer distinguishing between interior and exterior voice because there's nothing to speak to. I took it for granted. I thought I had nothing in life to lose. Here, too, everyone in this world thought they were safe. Not just the people, but the dog waiting for his owner. The cat curled up in her nook. So much life. Trees and flowers. There's no deeper sadness than discovering all that you knew is gone. The grief in this place is too much to fathom. And I do want to mention John's giving his own performance, but in the... In the uh, game itself, Aqua's voice actress is playing it just completely flat. It's like she's she's numb. Like she's been here so long, she doesn't know how long she's been here. And it's just like starting to dig into her. It's pretty clear. Mm -hmm. A poem phrase that became a TV trope sticks in my head. It's miles ago before I sleep. Mm. Mm. Like just just think about the think about this couplet and think about hers. The Mm. woods are lovely, dark and deep. But I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. Mm. I, for, I know the poem. I forget who wrote it and which one it is. I believe it's a Robert Frost poem. Got it. Mm. I have heard the poem before. It's rather. Stop, it's called Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. Yes, it's not. I'm not putting you guys. I, it is a well-known one. Like I said, that phrase became a TV trope for someone who has to go through the long, painful end of accomplishing things before they die. Like. Like, say, Sakakura and Danganronpa 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Okay. Well, you're not going to say I can't say that one? Fine. <laughs> we'll see. <sighs> Wait. I mean, that's just that's like that's not a reference. That's just talking about a character. Yeah. I know. But I'm saying Aqua, I do believe she is refusing to lie down and that is driving her. But I'm not sure how much more is there left in her other than that. Will. Yeah. Yes. So we head towards the castle. Uh, and the game introduces the objective system that we mentioned before. It's, it's in place of a journal in this game. Aqua doesn't have Jiminy, so she needs some different system for this. Would it be a mercy or a curse if she had Jiminy with her here? Curse. <laughs> Absolutely curse. But at least she's got someone to talk to. But it's Jiminy. <laughs> Gee, Aqua, I guess you know that this is Cinderella's castle. Yes, I already know that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I guess I'm 100%ing those objectives, goddammit. The reward is the clothes we are talking about. Yep. It's pretty weird. The town and the bridge to the castle collapses when we make it there and the clock tower starts to go nuts. So we need to find a way to turn back the clock on this bridge to get the castle back. I believe Aqua comments how, again, how there's no time. 
because she'd already mentioned there was no time room with darkness, but now this time has advanced. Like mm-hmm. the clo- like Cinderella's clock struck midnight, and her path is em- is ended. At this point, we also get magic back. It's the Kingdom Hearts Two magic system, complete with the MP regeneration. I have in my notes. Fuck off, command deck. I hope I never see you again. <laughs> and magic is already very energetic here. Like the Blizzard spell, it create it has a few tricks. Like my favorite is how Blizzard makes a rail grind path on the ground. Oh yeah, there, there's an objective to uh, do a long enough rail grind. Yeah, that's one of the most interesting objectives in this entire little mini game. Actually, uh, is like find a long enough stretch of ground to shoot an ice spell and then skate along it. It's interesting. I just feel like Aqua is like. Well, I have to make my own fun here somehow. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm making fun of her, but I find this this is utterly tragic in my that sense is the, as well. That is her mood. It is, that that makes sense. Yeah. We get some indication even her memories are degraded. Like she hasn't lost who she is, but it's like she doesn't think about things until they're presented to her. It's like everything yeah. is, is everything is starting to submerge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few ob- objectives exploring around the town. Uh, climbing to the highest point in town to see a meteor shower is one of them. Which is interesting things just in the realm of darkness. Is that just like the world's light still slightly visible? I have no idea what it's supposed to be. It's just it's just a little architectural uh, imagery. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's the design. It's the level designers playing around a little bit and seeing what they can do with the Unreal Engine. Man, everything does look so much more amazing and smooth there. Unreal is an engine that I just know is a is a widespread one, but you can't deny it does a lot for this style of play. Oh, they did. So it's an industrial strength engine that you can basically do what you want in and have high performance as long as you treat it well. And you still need to have the art chops for it. But man, when you do have the art chops for it, like Square Enix does, you can make some fucking incredible looking games. Back in school, I played with the Unreal Editor a few times, and even even someone has completely non-artistic at programming as me could still put together nice things. The engine is pretty well built in its own way, even for amateurs. But when you have an actual team behind it, yeah. Anyway, let's go find those gears. And also, there's some new Heartless around here, along with the shadows that we've been dealing with. We now have Flutterings and Flame Cores. Notably, none of these are Emblem Heartless. They are all... Pure blood. How long has it been since we've had a pure blood heartless? A new one, at least. Well, there's so few. There's shadows, yeah. neo shadows, dark balls, dark sides. Yeah, yeah. Flutterings and flame cores. Flutterings kind of look like bats. I want to call them mantle bats. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they like almost like an umbrella. <laughs> like man, I, I call it mantle bat because, like I said, basically it just has this massively long connected thing. It almost can make a circle shape with its with its body there. So it's like a it would just drape over something completely. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's the flame cores, which are basically dark balls that got set on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their weakness in this game is ice, and you should probably get used to using it if you're on critical mode because geez, these things can fuck you the hell up. If they go berserk, they start glowing red with fire, and it's very hard to catch them, and they will do a lot of damage if they touch you. Oh, yeah. it's They're mean on critical mode, especially in this game. Not as mean on critical mode in... Kingdom Hearts 3, because Kingdom Hearts 3 is a better design critical mode, but yeah. Most of the variations of the Heartless here, they all have different objectives, like the two things like, yes. cast fire on water cores. Or... Yes, yes. 
One thing to note is that this game feels very different than a lot of previous games because of the fact that they have are using Unreal Engine. They can now throw a lot more Heartless at a time with at you. And so it feels like Aqua is doing badass stuff that you couldn't do previously in the other oh, yeah. games. Like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 would go through lots of small waves. I feel like that's been shrunk into just larger groups now. Yeah. As we explore, we also unlock situation commands, which are a whole new element in the system. They're partly an expansion of the form change system from Birth by Sleep. There's a small triple arrow gauge that fills above your uh, command menu. And when it fills, depending on what you were doing, you'll give a new timed event. Like you have a 10 second timer to pick, use the new action. And it can be a form change. It can be a, if you use a lot of one magic, it can be a magic step up. And since Aqua already uses uh, tier three magic, it means it's grand four tier magic. <laughs> Yep. She also has the Dream Reaver form change, which is just cool looking. It's 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 kind of amusingly jarring that she goes into the sparkle fairy mode in, in the world. <laughs> yes. Grand Magic really does look cool. Thundaza in particular is just like the coolest fucking looking effect in existence. Just like uh, all the lightning goes off and then there's this huge crash and like you see the terrain literally being ripped up by the lightning. It's so cool. And we're, and we're almost surprised that Ramu doesn't <laughs> pop out. <laughs> I'm kind of curious why they changed level four magic from Ja in Final Fantasy four to Za. So um, I think the Ja versus Za convention kind of is, depends on the games that you're in. It's almost entirely an English thing, too, by the way. Oh, what's the what's the Japanese name for the Zas? Uh, it's gun, as I believe, or gun. Right, oh. gun. That's right, gun. Yeah, they went with gun rather than za for uh, us in the English localization. I don't know why. I will say I think za sounds cooler, so that might be why. <laughs> yeah, yes, could be. Like from ga to gun, so like thunder gun. <laughs> thunder gun. I don't like thunder gun nearly as much as thundaza. Thundaza yeah. sounds cool. Fear gun. Blizzard gun. Cure gun. <laughs> um, I think the th- reason why I like it is so like. You're going from the ga all the way to the end of the alphabet to za. It's like, it just really feels cool to have a za level spell. Za, <laughs> thunder. <laughs> oh no, that's different. Al <laughs> Zakeruga. Zakeruga, Zakeruga. Anyway, as we explore, we also unlock Shotlux, as mentioned, which is the another good part back from Birth by Sleep. I like the way shot locks end up working in these more modern Kingdom Hearts games because you can actually use them a lot and they're a lot of fun to use. Tactical shot locking is really fun in the Kingdom Hearts 3 battle system. And I will say this game in 3 finally made me remember to start using shot locks, mostly because in the shot locks, they vary. Well, this is getting ahead to 3 because with 3, it's with the equip style. So it actually makes it easier for me to remember than than like attaching them to the deck in uh, Birth by Sleep. I was constantly forgetting them. Yeah. Also, we get double flight as a double jump for Aqua once we finish rebuilding the path. That's normally an endgame skill, but here it's just got to be at the beginning because we're not going to get too many levels here. Yeah, I do believe that this game is described to be the length of one world from the upcoming three is high point. I think that's about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give we're going to give Aqua her all her abilities right away. And then it's just kind of going through the rest. Yeah, it's kind of a tech demo, as we said. It's it's kind of like this is what we think Kingdom Hearts could be in the future. What I would describe it is it's a vertical slice. Um, mm-hmm. A here's a bunch of the things that we need to make a complete Kingdom Hearts game all in one area. You said Prism Rain was the one she uses, right? Yeah, Prism Rain. That's what it's called. I thought I said Prism Ray, but it's Prism Rain. Yeah, well, it's because it, it's the it's the Rainbow Ring of Blasts. Yep, it's a cool one. 
as we approach the castle, a demon tower attacks. Oh, this is just fun. <laughs> Who would win? A giant writhing tower of shadows or one very sad girl? She's so sad, guys. So sad. I have in my notes. We're gonna see a lot of these guys. I want to I want to talk about the demon tower a bit because it's kind of an interesting thing. The, it's clearly the idea of in the dark world, even the shadows are dangerous because what they do is they congregate into this giant whirling mass like they turn into a tornado of their of yep. their own power. Yeah. And I also fully believe this is the tech demo boss. Like this is showing I've, we've made a particle effect of the monster model and look how we can make it turn into this giant whirling threats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's basically saying, hey, before we only had like what, maybe six or 10 of these shadows on screen at once. And now we can have hundreds and hundreds of them. So here's the thing it's not actually hundreds and hundreds of shadows, it is a single model that has mm. a particle effect on it that mm. are shadows. But they're still, but the, but the shadows still move in semi-anime. When they yeah, hit yeah. the ground, they they run yeah. for a bit. Like, so yeah. mm-hmm. you, you, like, you don't hit them separately and you really don't knock them off in more than just a shat, like a splash of particles. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking cool. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's the first time you see what is really cool. But we're going to see so damn many of these things. Yes. It's just like, we need a mini boss. Demon Tower. You generally don't want to attack the Demon Tower while it's red, because that's when it is attacking. You keep your defense off for that. It's not that bad. It's not like you have to dodge it or anything. So it's not that hard on critical mode. It just kind of bashes at you or I think occasionally shoots shadows at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can attack the shadows that it generates. I don't think it's all that useful to do so. Not in critical mode. In the other modes, they can drop HP prizes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. You're right. Good call. Wow. The- I completely forgot about that. I forgot that was a thing. The the other thing is that it does sometimes do a funny thing where it will kind of dissolve for a moment and then reform Mm -hmm. underneath you and try to attack you from underneath. When it dissolves, it also like uh, divides out a bunch of shadow ads and that's Mm -hmm. like them directly. It also charges you, but Aqua's barrier blocks that pretty well. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Inside the castle, she looks at the clock tower. What I wouldn't give to really turn back time. Spend one more night beneath the stars with my best friends. I'm doing it again. She reaches her hand out to Sky Longley and she just brings it down like she's shocked she did it too. Aqua. Kepi, what are you doing here? Tara is coming down the staircase and approaching her. You should be in the realm of light. Oh no! Did you not make it out? Don't tell me. Has the realm of light... Why won't you say anything to me? She attempts to take his hand, which glows and becomes incorporeal, her own hand phasing through it. Gasping, she takes her hand back and sighs, disappointed. So, what are you? A memory among these shadows? Are you here to try and tell me to not lose heart? Tara shines and vanishes. Aqua continues up the staircase, her face fallen once again, looking back where she's come. The world keeps our thoughts alive. But where did the people who lived here go once the world was taken away? At least they're not here. So they haven't fallen into darkness. I'll take what solace I can from that. And then we smash cut to dwarf woodlands. Aqua's not doing so good. Nope. Either the world's deliberately messing with her head or she's hallucinating. Yeah. Um, or possibly both. Or yes. possibly both. She walks up to the Snow White casket and inside is Ventus. 
I think I had in my notes that other promise plays in the sequence, which is Dirty Pool. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime they play other promise, I'm just kind of like, fuck you, game. Don't toy with my emotions that way. Mm. It works, but don't do it. Aqua turns the magic mirror and which then just her reflection yanks her inside. Aqua is yeeted into a strange world within the mirror and cannot see her own reflection in the many mirrors about. The world only gets more surrealized at this point. This, oh, yeah. The first world was a Psychonauts level, like, twisted town with floating platforms. Now we've basically hit, like, a a strange, I want to call it courtyard, ringed with random mirrors. Mm-hmm. This becomes kind of a hub area for the next little bit of the game. And in the middle, there is a big ring of Zodiac symbols. This place is great for doing the ice slide. <laughs> is this where you did the ice slide? I think I did the ice slide in the original pass- pathway. Oh, wait, no, you're right. There, there is one area that is great for doing the ice. Basically, slide. right from the front all the way to the back uses this nice long open path. She used to do a great slide through it. Nice. And as she explores the room, her own voice berates her at different times. This continues throughout this part of the world. Here are some of the lines. Usually they would be spread out and just be like picked at random. I'm just going to do all of them at once. Are you really worthy of being a Keyblade Master? Is there any point in continuing this fight? You'll never see the Realm of Light again. Your bonds of friendship only tie you down. Just let go of everything and fade into darkness. Let's get that explicit level ready again, guys, because guess what? We're talking about suicide ideation and depression again. I mean... If there's any character in Kingdom Hearts, it wouldn't be surprised to see that it is Aqua. She is hanging by a mental thread without a doubt. Mm-hmm. She's alone. It's been, we know just from Yen Sid's narration that even if time doesn't pass from the outside world, it's been a decade or more. Mm-hmm. She apparently just randomly constantly has to fight shadows. The world throw up weird, weird puzzles in front of her with no explanation, just this chaotic landscape ever shifting. Mm-hmm. You wonder if she even can or even feels the need to rest. And if without that, what that's what that's like for a person either. Yeah. Also, it just seems like there's no real point in doing all of this besides just moving as well. She doesn't really have a goal. She can't escape. She knows she can't escape. She's just moving. And, so, and now she, there's a voice which is echoey, but it's undeniably hers. And it's just telling her, give up fall yeah it is a rough sequence to go through especially if you're like a- at all any sympathetic with aqua which hopefully you are if you're at this far into kingdom hearts this must be a very weird cold experience if you're not yeah <laughs> like, can you imagine this being your first intro to kingdom hearts first of all you would have had to have picked up kingdom hearts 2.8 ignore kingdom hearts 1.5 might i add ignoring kingdom hearts 1.5 and 2.5 picked up kingdom hearts 2.8 ignored dream drop distance and picked this game to play first <laughs> It's the short one. It's a good introduction, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you just have this character. After a recap, which shows a bunch of characters you don't understand in random fights with a bald guy, you just have this sad girl wandering through what kind of looks like Disney World, but it's not really pushing any of the visuals of it or or telling you anything about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At this point, you are on board with Aqua as a character, and it's pretty sad to see what's happening to her. Oh, yeah. So now we explore those mirrors. I will say when you come up to the mirror, it shows something different inside. Some ones show tunnels, one shows staircase, a few show just empty rooms, but it's different. You don't see yourself and you don't see like the room behind you. It's just always a different image. Yep. Uh, one of the mirrors takes us to the mines where we can use more mirrors inside there to move platforms around. 
There's one cool objective in here. You discover the secret in the mirror tied to mysterious rocks. You What it has you do is you line up some uh, gems on the rocks in a mirror to make a star. The way the mirrors work is you activate them and then whatever is in the mirror gets reflected out into the space behind you. But it's only able to move while it's inside the mirror. So you got to like line it up inside the mirror and then shoot it out into real space. It's pretty cool. I like it a lot. It's a fun little puzzle. There's also a new Heartless in here, the water core. They're like the fire core, but water. We, we're done here, right? We don't need to uh, cover that any further. Yeah. No. <laughs> At the end of the mines is a mirror that leads us to a fight with Phantom Aqua, which is the dark reflection of Aqua. Basically, she ends up in a swirly void similar to the magic mirror in Birth by Sleep. Then Aqua comes out to uh, fight you. I have in my notes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, um, it's set up very similar to the Phantom Link fight in Ocarina of Time, especially with the water that you fight her on. Yeah, that's true. And she also has a bit of opening lines. Only your heart is hollow enough to be a demon's. That's not true. My heart is strong. I'll prove it. Hmm. So... Yeah, you fight Phantom Aqua. She uses some of your attacks, so she also like shoots big ice stars at you and tends to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of like she also clones herself for attacks. But I think that's more in the later fights. Yeah, she she has an escalation to the fights because um, there are we're, this is not the only time we're going to face her. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not the only time we're going to face her. Uh, back in the mirror room, another mirror takes us to a room full of heartless. By the way, when you clear a mirror, the mirror breaks. But I think we still don't see her reflection. Right. No. Um, So, yeah, back in the mirror room, another mirror takes us to a room full of Heartless. This is the room that you want to go in if you want to level up to level 80 to clear that one objective. Mm. Fuck this room. Yeah. I spent like an hour in here leveling up. There's a couple candle rooms like where another mirror shows the room with the candles off and you have to match that by putting out the candles, which makes you get attacked by Neo Shadows. And Neo Shadows are actually pretty tough in most difficulty levels in this game. They make them pretty aggressive. Well, like I said, they're they're the large humanoid, a pure blood heart, which makes you wonder, like, if they're, let's say, let's say the um, we got the baby form of shadows, the adult form of neo shadows, and the perfect form of uh, dark sides. I wonder what the ultimate form is. Ansem, <laughs> just, just maintaining your form, but also being uh, no, being Ansem has an emblem. You're right. Ansem's a royal knight. Yeah, yeah. Ansem has an emblem. He's not a. Oh no. What is it? What? It's just, hey, God, brain just went to a really stupid place. Um, uh, There are 13 royal knights. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Jared. Anyway, I think I think that makes Terador or Mega Bob because he's diffusion. God damn it. (laughs) Um. God damn it. Ah, God damn it. Um, let's get back on track. <laughs> sure. So, so anyway, there's uh, there's several heartless fights behind the mirrors. Probably the most notable one next is the catacombs. Uh, so inside the catacombs, there's a staircase that leads to a mirror. Seems like a seemingly endless staircase, but it actually is a perspective trick. Like you actually have to double back at one point to find the actual exit. There's also like a hidden treasure chest in another spot. I can't quite remember how that one works. It's weird. I remember, I remember the the floating lamb because I didn't understand you had to wait for the mirror to move inside. And I remember the the eerie, the eerie blackness and pillars. Mm-hmm. 
which is the next one that we're going to talk about. Oh, also at the end of all these major set pieces, there's always a Phantom Aqua fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so as Jared was alluding to, there's a mirror with a maze of pillars. It's just this endless open path of the ground is not there. There is no sky black above below and just all these pillars extending apparently out into infinity. Okay, I think it uh, yeets you back to the starting point if you hit a wall that you can't go through. Is that what I you? believe it, it, it like it does a blackout teleport. Yeah. What you got to do is you got to find the pillars that glow so you can turn us upside down and like move your way through a chaos maze with no visible walls. Because, again, it's like you're on black glass, so you just like you phase through the, 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 the black ground to the reflection of the pillars and you're walking upside down. Once you get to the end of this one, if it's your third one, you get the fight with Phantom Aqua and she's now serious. She's got more yeah. health and she has the spell weave reform change. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of brutal because it's hard to deal with that. You can't you you can't really be that aggressive with her when when she's in the sport spell we reform change unless you are also pelting her with magic or using your own form change as well. I mean, she's also forming duplicates and attacking you with them at this point. Mm-hmm. With the mirrors all defaced, we can move on as Aqua worries about her own shadow wanting to destroy her, which she probably should worry about that. That's pretty concerning. Yes. It is worth noting up till now, the, the final mirror, she keeps thinking she can't get out because her reflection's not there. It takes this removal to finally get her through. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, we end up in a new area, which is a strange forest that is very bare of foliage. It's kind of brambly. Yeah. yeah. So I said very much a, a forest of thorns, as the name is actually used as. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aqua sees phantoms of Terra and Ven and decides to give chase. But the vines twist and block our path. In case it wasn't clear, because it's a little subtle, this is the Sleeping Beauty world. <laughs> yeah, this is the Enchanted Dominion. This forest is mostly just fighting stuff. Yeah. It's not like there's a puzzle to solve, like in the yeah. Castle of Dreams area or a bunch of mirrors to go through. This is just a straightforward fight yeah. through a bunch of things. The last world was a hub. This world is a gauntlet. Like, you, you fight, you do some minor platforming up and down cliffs, you rail grind on vines while being attacked, mm-hmm. and you just keep moving forward. Yep. Eventually, yeah. we'll make our way to a clearing in the forest and find a dark side because there's got to be a dark side fight at some point. I believe it's a pretty typical dark side fight. Nothing really much to say. Big guy smashes the ground, you know, all the all the normal dark sides. Uh, then after we beat it, suddenly a whole bunch of dark sides kind of rear themselves up out of the brambles on the outside of the level. Yeah. Um, like I have in my notes, we go deeper into the forest and oh, dear, that's a lot of dark sides. There's just dark sides everywhere. And this becomes a, a, a chase set piece in many ways. Yeah, it's like yeah. a shadow swarm, but it's all dark sides that which like that is a problem. But I can see like if you think, oh, I can beat a whole swarm of shadows. Right. But then they have to level it up. So it's like, oh, no. can you actually beat a whole swarm of dark sides? But you're not even getting that chance. We're on the we're on the run. We're rail grinding through the vines while dark sides are reaching out of the side and smashing explosions in front of us. They're just as it's just basically you're dodging them. You're fleeing through this very tight path as the thorns close on you and dark sides are just like taking pot shots. It's a really yeah. cool set piece. Actually, oh, I so think cool they looking. did a lot of really good work on the making it really feel really tense. And of course, at the very end of it, there's a clearing with a lot of dark sides in front of a big dark sun that they're filling up yeah. with more of their darkness. We got a good old black hole sun going. Yeah, it's got a lot of apocalyptic imagery going. And un- it does not have black hole sun playing. It has a version of the Scotty playing. <laughs> yes, that would have been interesting for Disney to license. <laughs> 
Yep. As Bud said, the sky is basically in that sickly orange light, which kind of looks like it's it's dark, but lit by what could be fire, or other dark energies. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's and like there's it's, it's ringed with dark sides. They don't do much. Some of them occasionally like sort of shoot blasts in there, but you're facing one right in the middle with a lot of health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, all the other dark sides are channeling energy into this orb while you're fighting this central one, which seems to be leading whatever this ritual is. Yeah, you're right underneath it, and it, it like calls up to the sun. It brings down rains of red energy and purple beams blasting everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it sucks in all the dark sides at the end, too. Yeah. Once you defeat the central one, the the uh, the orb just lets out a wave of energy and it just drags all the dark sides in as it collapses. I think Aqua's being pulled, too, but she fights it off. Yep. And it leads us to a path that would take us to Maleficent's castle. But before we can make it there, we encounter the phantoms of Terra and Ven again. Terra. Ven. Aqua, you're... Terra, you spoke? Can can you see me? Of course. I see Ven, too. Ven? He's here? Terra, what's wrong? Don't you see him? Where are we? A world the darkness has consumed. It's enchanted dominion. Consumed? The world's fell? What's gotten into you? How do I know you're Terra? And not the weakness that's in my heart playing more tricks... Ven, please say something. Ventus does not respond to Aqua's dismay. Aqua, listen. I promise this is me, but I'm not myself. (gasps) What do you mean? You're using the name Terra. That means you're seeing me the way that you remember me. Your heart is just painting a picture that so wants to see. The real me is lost in shadow. Then you're here. Trapped in the realm of darkness. No. My heart has ties to the dark. That must be why we can talk. But I can't see anything. Aqua, if you say Ven is there, then he's like me. An illusion created by your heart. I understand. That you and Ven are safe in the outside world? I think. That's good. But how did you find me? I looked here. He places his hand on his chest. It heard you in the darkness. Right. But why does your heart have ties to the darkness now? What did you mean, lost in the shadow? Forget about me. Aqua, Xehanort is trying to locate Ven. You'll never find him. I hid Ven well. I think the reason he's not talking to me here is because he's still there sleeping. As Aqua speaks, Terra begins to groan uh-huh. and clutch at his face uh-huh. in pain. His brown uh, hair turns white. No, I can't control. Darkness surrounds Terra and subsides soon after. He starts talking in a completely different voice. This place. Is it the Chamber of Waking? Yes. Aqua turns to sees Terra's change and places her arm in front of Ventus. Who are you, really? You don't know. My name. An illusion of Terra as his original self appears behind the white-haired man and grabs him. The man attempts to break free. Aqua, get back! Terra! I messed up. Xehanort is part of me. Now he's using me so you'll tell him where you hid Ven. Silence. Air and darkness begin to rise around everyone as Xehanort tries to escape Terra's grasp. I won't give in. Aqua, 
You have to! Xehanort grabs Terra's face, pushes him off, and lifts him up by his neck. Still you struggle. Terra! A portal appears behind Aqua, and a dark side grabs Ventus from inside. Aqua turns around, only to be grabbed herself. Aqua! Now you can be one with the darkness. Aqua struggles within the grip of the dark side. She looks at the still comatose Ventus. Then... Terra, still within Xehanort's grasp, opens his eyes and unleashes his rage. That is enough! Aqua loses consciousness as you see Terra break free and the chains wrap around them both. Terra. So let's discuss that a bit before we go on. Oh yeah. So basically, even though she's imagining them, Terra's connection to darkness still somehow draws his consciousness to her. Well, so I think it's very specifically that while he is a... Well, he is bound by Xehanort. He has one foot in the door in the world realm of darkness as in his current state. It's because he's now linked to the darkness, I believe. So Xehanort's yeah. kind of just using Terra kind of like an angler fish to try and get the information that he needs to find Ventus. That's not how I describe it. I get the feeling he drifted here, found Aqua, and once the conversation went on, Xehanort sensed it and, and kind of pushed his way in. Yeah, pretty much. Is that how I see it? That's a good way to look at it. He, he, he sensed an opportunity that was like uh, just like, a, like, holy crap, I can't believe I got this lucky. Mm-hmm. It is. There's it almost a dark bit of humor. It's like, so can you tell me exactly what the villain shouldn't know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, sure. Wait a second. Ah, you almost got me. <laughs> yep. And I guess this is why Zayat, why uh, Xehanort and is well, and Zemnis are obsessed with the the chamber of waking later on. Yeah, yeah, this is bef- this is definitely before Xehanort uh removed his heart to make Ansem Seeker of Darkness and I uh, hmm I'm not sure about this. I think he is already Ansem Seeker of Darkness at this point. Well, then why would Zemnis know about the chamber I think of we can largely assume that whatever one Xehanort knows if it's important the other Xehanorts will know too but it's a need to I, know basis. I feel like both Xehanorts kind of know the chamber of waking exists. Okay. Cuz Zemnis kind of oh, has wait, this Zemnis has a trace memory of it, and that's kind of what he's running on is my understanding. Got it. That makes mm. sense. So anyway, let's go on. Aqua falls through the darkness dropping her wayfinder. It is Worthing, she's given up. Like, she says, I can be one with the darkness now. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is, she's basically on her last legs, and then Mickey finds her and returns the Wayfinder to her. Aqua kind of takes that last scene as a thing of, I accomplished what I wanted to when I sacrificed myself. Therefore, I can fade away in peace here. I don't even think it's that. I think it's like, I can't accomplish it. There's no, I can't do it. There's nothing left I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I can't and I can't fail anymore. I should just fade. That's that's my mm. mm-hmm. Mickey finds her, returns the wayfinder to her, and guys are down to the ground in the dark world. It's worth noting that Mickey has his regular Kingdom Hearts clothes on right now. You know, his little his little red gear. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, like he looks like a Kingdom Hearts character right now, not like the Disney form. Like he looked much of the same way that if you would say Donald looks like his Kingdom Hearts design rather than his regular design when he's wearing his zipper hat. That kind of it feels it feels like we're about as deep as it goes here. The sky is even darker. They're on a single solitary uh, path surrounded by like cracked meteors up in the sky that are giving off bits of like sickly lights. Mm-hmm. And then a yes. Demon Tower jumps him. Yep. yep. Time for a Demon Tower run back with Mickey on the squad. 
I believe this one has more health and more attack, but it's basically the yeah. same. Yeah, it's pretty tough on critical mode, but Mickey does give the party a new situation command, which allows Aqua and Mickey to do some team attacks. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I like it. It's fun. And after the fight here, Aqua and Mickey regroup. Gosh, I never thought I'd find it in the realm of darkness. That's for sure. So, um, what happened? Have you seen Terra or Ven? No, just you. I'm sorry. The darkness in this place, it's getting to me. Oh, but you'll be okay. Right. Say, we've been looking for you for a long time. How come you're in this place? First, tell me, how long has it been in the realm of light? About ten years. Interesting. After we last spoke, I took Ven somewhere safe. Then I went after Terra. She looks at her wayfinder. But Terra was about to fall to darkness, so I had one choice. I stayed here in hopes of giving him a chance. I didn't know. How about you? What could have brought you here? Has something happened? In the realm of light? It's the Heartless. They've been attacking worlds and taking their hearts. And worlds with no hearts vanish into darkness. But if we can lock the door between the two realms, light and dark from both sides, we can protect the other worlds. So you see... I came here to find the key on this side. Turns out, it's not so easy getting into the realm of darkness. The points you can cross have become unstable. It's only when a world gets consumed that an entrance appears in the realm between. So I waited for my chance to sneak in. Hold up, what did the king just say? Did he let a world fall into darkness to exploit this trick of how to get in because you needed the Dark Kingdom key? What the fuck, Mickey? <laughs> if the language to the key with that was our line there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put a pin in this and keep going. Mickey holds Aqua's hat. But hey, when I got here, I felt a warm, familiar light. I followed it to find my way to you. The charm. So they were helping. Tara and Ven brought you and I back together again. Yeah. But the worlds are still in danger. Terra, did he make it back to the Realm of Light? We still haven't found him. I see. Well, wherever he is, he's fighting. He'll beat his darkness. And I know he wants me to fight, too. I think you're right. He'll be just fine. Yes, but what about Ven? He won't wake up unless I'm there with him. I have to go. I have to find a way back to the Realm of Light. Good. Now let's locate that key and go home together. Does that mean you know an exit? Mickey kind of gets an awkward expression. Well, uh, I was so busy finding a way in that I didn't give a lot of thought to where there'd be a way out. But together, we're sure to find one. You haven't changed at all. (laughs) (laughs) May our hearts be our guiding key. There's a phrase no one's used in ages. Keyblade wielders used to say those words to each other. And now, it's something I like to try to remember. He holds out his hand. So, ready? Aqua takes it. Ready. So let's discuss that a bit before we go on. Oh, yeah. We have we have questions. We have questions. I want to point out, what was the last world that fell to darkness that we know of in this time frame? It's Destiny Islands, right? And Mickey vanishes just before Destiny Islands vanishes, right? Let me give you a bit of a timeline here. Um, we Let's assume that Kingdom Hearts 1, the events happening at the, at the Disney castle and, and um, Destiny Islands happening at the same time. So in between, like the night before they were going to set off, Sora goes to sleep and we see Donald and Goofy 
finding a message left behind by the king. Uh, they head off to Traverse Town, and soon after they get there, they see a star going out, which is strongly meant to be Destiny Island's fall. So mm. Mickey has apparently just left because at most Donald was waking him up for the morning in his throne room and didn't find him there. So he could have been gone more than a few hours. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say a few words in Mickey's defense here. Well, actually, someone on, should I'll say it afterwards. OK, <laughs> I'll well, say it afterwards. So, so, yeah. Did Mickey let Destiny Island's fall to darkness just to get a super weapon? <laughs> it's only logical. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. <laughs> Besides, the Keyblade Prime Directive for is interfering in worlds that haven't developed gummy warp technology. The world border. <laughs> Order. So what the fuck, Mickey? So I think somebody has to say a few words in Mickey's defense here. Mickey did, in fact, kind of tag along on on, you know, the the door to darkness when one of these worlds fell, but I don't think he could have really stopped it. It was one of those things where he found a world that was about to fall into darkness and he couldn't really do anything about it. So it's like, I will just write it into, into darkness. I mean, to argue back that Mickey, we see in context is strong enough to slash dark sides down with one to two hits. So, and also it's worth noting. Why did destiny islands fall to darkness? Mostly because Riku opened that damn door. Yes. But it's also because Ansem, because apparently Xehanort as Ansem's spirit was there and without its body to uh, to encourage it. Yes. So at the very least, how did Mickey know this was happening right then and there? He had to have been watching, right? Yes. My darkness sense is tingling. That neat. <laughs> <laughs> it technically doesn't happen for another day, though, after he opens the door. Mickey was waiting for this to happen. He saw it happening and did nothing to stop it. <laughs> he jumped through the door, which, by the way, was a insanely reckless thing to do because he did it with no knowledge of what would be on the other side or how to get back. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's and he is not only a king with a responsibility, he's possibly the strongest active Keyblade wielder at the moment. So, yeah, technically, he's kind of the only active Keyblade wielder at the moment. Kind of. <laughs> right. There's no one else that you can think of. Yen Sid retired. Hmm. Yeah, yes, Does Yen Sid have a Keyblade? He has to have a Keyblade. And was it his hat? I have no <laughs> I idea. Like, I just imagine a normal Keyblade has his hat for the for the tines. And it's also like it's also the 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 the, uh, the shaft is one of the brooms. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's got to be it. No, the <laughs> end of the Keyblade is the broom, and the key hilt is a, has a hat on it. Ah, true. It's it's the handguard. <laughs> anyway, let's traverse the depths of darkness and try not to think about what Mickey did. <laughs> That's going to be quite a thing. <laughs> There's new Heartless down here. They're Earth Cores. I hate these things. They suck mostly because they're reverse large bodies where you can only hit them in the face. That's why I mentioned they look a little different than the other cores. They look like limbless hedgehogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the problem is, is that the the angle that you can actually hit them at from the front is really, really small. And they burrow. They have a weird, annoying jump attack that can actually hurt you. Like, I died a lot to this first batch of Earth Cores. And they encircle <laughs> you pretty good, too. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, there's not much here, just a bunch of fighting as usual. We reach an arch with a blindingly bright light through it. We go into the light and find the ruins of Destiny Islands. Aqua recognizes it, and Mickey is surprised that she recognizes it. Uh, Mickey is just surprised, like, I've never seen this place before. <laughs> and he's doing the monkey puppet skew glance, clearly. Yes. <laughs> Aqua takes one to explain how she met a couple kids here 
And she did know how like one of them had been bequeathed a keyblade. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Mickey's just kind of like, oh, OK, because, yeah, he clearly let this world fall to darkness. <laughs> Mickey of Mickey avoids uh, uh, copying to his crimes by asking for the names of the of the kids. Yep. To go to the secret place and find not a demon tower this time, but a demon tide. Roll tide. Let's be honest. Demon tide is the exact same thing, except it's flying around instead of moored to the ground. It's also bigger. Yeah, it's bigger. It's same. It's same, but more. Mm-hmm. It's got new music. Wave of darkness. I think wave of darkness is a pretty cool theme overall. Demon tide actually. It, well, it is bigger and it flies around. It also has a few more specific elements like its core. It will regularly form like in the front, like where if it was like a big worm where the mouth would be, it forms a big red core like of energy surrounded by the swarming shadows. And that becomes a weak point slash a focal target. Also, it becomes a whole dark NATO with a phase change, complete with a new step of the music. And I believe for that, you have to get to the core uh, fighting back against the swirling winds. It's a cool looking fight. And fucking brutal on critical mode. <laughs> it does a lot of diving in and out of the ground. It really likes to be like the sky snake of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is actually kind of a rough fight because it's way more mobile than the Demon Towers. Mm-hmm. It also likes it. When it's doing its dark NATO, you're completely surrounded trying to fight the core while you're being rained on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just generally, it's not that bad as long as you don't get greedy because it does the same thing where all the shadows have their eyes turn red when it's becoming aggressive. And as long as you anticipate that and block well, it it's not that bad. You also can surf it occasionally like as a reaction command. Mm-hmm. I will also say it has a hell of a lot of health. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to mention one cool thing. Mickey and Aqua actually chain it up. Mickey disrupts it and Aqua uses like a chain aura like Terra's and just kind of wrap it up into this big ball with squirming shadows. Oh, yeah. That thing is really cool. That thing is really cool. And then her and Mickey do like like do like uh, a whole bunch of echo of ghost drive echo fighting hitting. It's just all over. Hmm. I wish they chaos dunked it. That would be pretty awesome. But yeah, after the fight, we finally make it to the secret place. But now the door can be opened and the Kingdom Key of Darkness sits inside. I believe that you call it Kingdom Key D. Mickey's here for the D. Damn it. No. <laughs> the door of darkness tied by two keys. The door of darkness to seal the light. Maybe someday some fellows will ask about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Ooh, that that sucked. That sucked. And I'm ha- so happy I did it. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and do my own version of it because it's perfectly acceptable for you to be the one who does that one. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. The two go to find the door between the realms to stop darkness from spilling out. I think at this point, like they're in just some vague halls. Like they're definitely no longer in Destiny Islands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aqua offers to be the one to close the door, but Mickey says that job is already taken. Riku's got to make up for his shit somehow. <laughs> also, yes. you haven't been invented yet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Narrative time doesn't work in reverse. Nope. <laughs> I just hope we get a flash of Riku just kind of in the dark. And then and then they're then they're cleared and they're in that weird cave tunnel with all the pillars that we saw behind the fake door with the white doors ajar nearby. Is that the one? Yep. The door to Kingdom Hearts. Well, it's not the Kingdom Hearts you know, not exactly. But even though it's smaller, it's still the heart of many worlds. And even if it's not a complete Kingdom Hearts, we definitely can't leave it open like this, or darkness will escape and destroy their remaining worlds. 
It's time! With this key and Sora's in the Realm of Light, we're gonna close this door. Now all we need is Riku. Sora, Riku. There! We see Riku running from the distance towards the door through the dark. Just like a, at a different angle, even like he's not even he's able just, to see. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 clearly running from the left from a different area through dark, not even looking towards them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And before they get more than like a dozen paces towards them, the demon tide erupts back out. Well, yeah. See, first of all, there's the oh. line. All right. That's everybody. Come on, Aqua. And then the demon tide erupts from the ground uh, near some pillars and flies over Mickey and Aqua. Oh, it just seems to be charging Riku. Oh, no. And then as it charges Riku, Aqua uses the chain move again and pulls into a ball of darkness. Back off. Blah, blah, that was Mickey's voice. Yeah, yeah. Back <laughs> off. Are you mocking me, Aqua? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, never, Mickey. She pu- she it almost like she's a fisherman pulling against it, like her key is being pulled around by the ball. It bursts loose. I believe it, it smacks through Mickey and Aqua and carries Aqua away. Well, of course, the game needs a fishing mini game, right? God damn it. Aqua, go without me. No, I. As it finishes breaking through and knocks through Mickey, it traps them within the mass for a second. Mickey falls off and his shirt shimmers in the sparkles of light as he hits the ground. And Aqua gets pulled through the door by the tide. Aqua! As she's pulled through the other side back into the islands, the door closes and vanishes. She catches her breath and picks herself out and begins speaking again. The battle for the realm of light is not won. Thanks to Tara and Mickey, I know what's at stake. The demon tide swirls through the air like a celestial dragon, repeatedly striking down at her. I'm not afraid. I will face the long darkness. She fights it off with thunder. It continues to assault. It's just a and she rides on it, striking at it as it as it flies into the air. Next time someone wanders into the realm of darkness, I'll be here. A light to cut through all the shadows. I will be their wayfinder. And one day, I'll return to Terra and Ven. As it spirals towards her, making a eerie shape in the sky, Aqua jumps into the air and strikes at the tide. I am Master Aqua, and that's a promise. And and it fades in the light, and we return to shirtless Mickey with the door. Uh, Aqua! He's upset, but he turns around and heads towards the great white door of Kingdom Hearts. Riku begins to close it, assisted by Sora, Donald, Goofy on her side. Dark sides, two dark sides vanish with what appears to be a single strike. Mickey jumps up, for some reason a big bright light appearing, repeating the scene from Kingdom Hearts 1. Now, Sora! Let's close this door for good. We return to Destiny Islands. Aqua lays on her back, exhausted. The world, the world which had turned red, returns to its original state. It's beautiful. The clouds race through the sky. Time passes. And at night, the stars fill the sky. Stars are out. Terra, Ben, it's me again. The stars turn to particle lights raining down as the world begins to dissolve. Did it. The worlds are being restored. As the islands vanish, Aqua falls into a dark void. Her smile unwavering. May our hearts be our guiding key. You will know where I am. Credits roll. Can we talk about that scene real quick? We did several scenes in a row. As I mentioned at the end, Dearly Beloved is playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that whole thing is kind of adding an extra story to how how Mickey got behind the door to darkness and lost his shirt. 
Yeah, it, so it, it wasn't at Vegas, I swear. Like um, way back when at the end of Kingdom Hearts one, I was making a big deal out of it when I actually don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, they just hadn't designed Mickey's actual design yet. But I think it's adorable that Tetsuya Nomura felt the need to explain why Mickey doesn't have his normal Kingdom Hearts design at the end of Kingdom Hearts one as a actual <laughs> canon thing. I think it's hilarious that he's still wearing his yellow shoes in the Kingdom Hearts one, but instead of wearing his Kingdom Hearts shoes as he is in this scene, so he still got it wrong. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nomura, you... you, you I, I, I feel it's too condescending for all the cinema role, but I kind of want to anyways. I thought it was kind of amusing to try to fit Aqua into this whole story, though, that they were going to have have Mickey essentially stay behind the door. But then uh, Aqua got stuck behind because of the demon tide attack. Well, Mickey and Riku still stay behind the door and then somehow drift their way into uh, Castle Oblivion. Yeah. And so they get out of the realm of darkness that way. Somehow. somehow. Aqua doesn't find her way back the same way. Well, she was thrown away from this nexus, which I think was what helped Mickey and Riku at their end. Yeah. Like, no, Aqua was there. She was, you know, right over there. You didn't see her. You didn't look that way. She was just out of frame. She was blocked by the door. <laughs> After the credits, Aqua is wandering through the dark meridian and happens upon Ansem the Wise. We are not going to do this scene because fuck Ansem the Wise. And also, it's basically the scene we saw at Birth by Sleep, as I recall. Yeah, it is the scene from the end of Birth by Sleep. It is the one where they both are like, oh, shit, Sora exists. Mm-hmm. Sora. Uh, and then we return to Mickey having to just told everyone the story we played. I'm just imagining a version of the end of Evangelion where instead of going, congratulations, going, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he, because Mickey somehow ha- makes his charisma checks that people believe he did the right thing, we, here's the actual scene. I thought I heard her voice in the distance. She sacrificed herself? To save me? Why did you keep it from me for so long? I had to respect her choice. What about us? You could have given us a choice. We could have gone and helped her. I know. Do not be rash, Riku. As Mickey told you clearly in his story, reaching the realm of darkness the first time was not a simple task. Even if we had found a way back in, regrettably, none of us possessed the necessary means to get Aqua back out safely. So I forbade Mickey from telling you, let alone going after her. Why keep it secret? That much is obvious. If not you, then certainly Sora would have staged a reckless attempt at rescue. But now we can help Aqua. You and I, we're going to go find her. Yeah, count me in. Yep. Who's this new Riku and where's the old one? New me. Yeah, you're more like Sora. Should I be flattered? (laughs) I try too hard to be the role model. It's more fun just to listen to my heart. Which is (laughs) Sora-esque. Well, we still like you. Master, I came here because I wanted to help somehow. What can I do? I have entrusted the wizard Merlin to oversee the training for our new Keyblade wielders, yourself and Lee. Then Mickey tells Kyrie not to worry about spending time with the guy who nearly kidnapped her. But who repeatedly kidnapped her. Yes. Wow, Mouse. Wow. <laughs> house of, the house of Mouse is a house of lies, and this worries me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> After the leave, Sora, Donald, and Goofy show up at Jens's office, but we're going to save the scene because it's the start of Kingdom Hearts 3, baby. Sora, yep. you never believe what Mickey did. 
<sighs> so, yeah, that was a pretty fun little side story and uh, appetizer for Kingdom Hearts 3. And I'll freely admit our view of Mickey is based on the theory that he could have done something rather than he just was able to find something already undergoing. But mm-hmm. it's more fun anyways. <laughs> and like I said, even though Yensid jumps on that grenade saying it's his fault that he never told anyone what happens. Yeah, it still feels kind of shitty to me that Mickey just let an entire world fall to darkness when I feel like he could have done something to stop it. And then said nothing about the friend he left there. Like, mm-hmm. um, I guess the only rational explanation is there literally is no other way for a person to get to the realm of darkness other than this method and this just happened to be the one world where it happened on unless, unless you know unless you know how to make dark corridors yeah yeah that's the thing and, and that's our only open to agents of darkness from what we see yeah before we finish this episode i want to talk a little bit about the completion experience for this i had to play this game twice due to one of the bullshit objectives so want to know what the bullshit objective is after you complete the game a bunch of new objectives show up want to know what one of those objectives is Complete the game on critical mode. Yes. And it is not completed if you completed the game on critical mode. That's bullcrap. That's so stupid. I hated that so much, but I did the whole game again because I have made some very bad choices in my life. But that's the end of bad choices. That's the last bad completion experience in this series. That's okay. I made bad choices, too. (laughs) (laughs) I also had to level grind to level 80 due to one of the bullshit objectives. I'd add my Riku voice if I thought he was distinguishable enough to outside of context, but I just don't. Yes. <laughs> but hey, there's a final challenge, the Zodiac Mirror. It's a sequence of fights. Thankfully, you don't need to start them over if you lose to one of them. Round one is a dark side. Yay. Round two is a swarm of heartless. Round three is another heartless swarm. It's hard thinking of, of, of too many ideas. They don't have that many implemented yet. Round four is a demon tower. This fucking guy, I swear, all the time, this fucking guy. But then round five is Zodiac Phantom Aqua, which is the game's essentially, here's our super hard boss fight. Just like, we're going to implement a super mode boss, just for you. Kind of like a data battle for Phantom Aqua. Basically everything Phantom Aqua did up to ten times worse. Yep, it's actually a really fun fight. Like, I have, here's my notes from it. Uh, Phase one, she has several kind of attacks. She attacks with a red trail that cannot be blocked and must be dodged. She does a flash step and then attacks without a red tail that must be blocked and countered. And then she walks along, sizing you up. But unlike the last fights, attacking her here will prompt the red trail attack. So the answer is to shot lock her there. After two and a half health bars, she hits phase two and enters Spellweaver. And starts spamming red balls that must be dodged, as well as spamming barrier surge. It's a pretty intricate little dance. And so this particular style of some attacks are blockable, some attacks are dodgeable, and also at a certain point of health going into this, what we're going to call a desperation mode, we'll come back up again in Kingdom Hearts 3's uh, completion talk. It's a sort of a prototype for what they're going to do for the boss design in Kingdom Hearts 3, and I really like it. Anyway, it's a pretty intricate dance. Phase 3, she starts launching giant ice blasts, and I get her down by working on how to deal as much damage as I can and exploiting her weak points. Like, I thought it was a really fun fight. Probably around Data Axel, which I think I would probably call a B+. Mm. I just can't get over the fact that this completion is about putting outfits. I just imagine Mickey B. Aqua. She's wearing little fairy wings, a mini mouse hair. He's like, where'd you get that? Are you all right? This is normal. This is my normal time. This is me. Don't judge me. <laughs> OK, maybe you should stay here. And now we know why Mickey is truly that awful. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Anyway, that's it for KH 0.2 BBS AFB. Yeah, we had to talk about it at least a little bit, even though it's a small game. I like talking about it. That was fun. The story is good. Story. The story is fun, though. I imagine you barely need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really need it. It doesn't really tell you all that much. It's more just kind of a, hey, here's what we're going to do in Kingdom Hearts 3. Get get excited for Kyrie and Lee being key, Keyblade wielders. And also yes. watch your back around Mickey. He yeah. he can go far if he needs to. We're almost ready to start Kingdom Hearts 3. But first, there's one more piece of info we need before we can truly begin. And for that, we need to watch a movie. And meet an asshole. Meet an asshole. <laughs> you might say he's the asshole of assholes. <laughs> well, we didn't play the mobile game directly, but the 2.8 does give us some movie to watch. So next time, uh, Keyblade Cross, back cover. Key, back cover. <laughs> Did you say I can't call the Org 13 members with key in the name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, I'm Jared. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And remember, a good story is best enjoyed with friends. Thank you for listening to Backlog Dialogues. If you're enjoying our deep dives and discussions, be sure to leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. If you're really enjoying our deep dives and discussions, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backlogdialogues. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can find our archives at backlogdialogues.com. Special thanks to Eli for our theme song. Kingdom Hearts and all associated trademarks are the property of Disney and Square Enix. Please support the official release. You're banking on them never hearing about us, huh, John? Yep. Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary package. Or as we know, KHO2 BBS AFP. You said package, not passage. Redo that. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. The Goofy is grounded. (laughs) Oh, no. This is going to be so much fun. (laughs) Does this make us more hacks? Yes. Probably. I don't care. Aqua is sheeted. Wow. I get to do two voices at once. Ha ha. I always take a nap. <laughs> I sleep now. <laughs> I'm going to go get water while you do this. Record scratch. <laughs> I said we both go for it. Record yeah. scratch. Record scratch. Well, I mean, I'm going to put an actual record scratch sound effect in there. Yeah, I'd say go for a triple then. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's wait for that.
Mickey Mickey does the Milky the Giant Cow. No, you don't have that. <laughs> That's terrible. It is, but it's also a phrase for that for that silly dramatic gesture of raise your hand and just doing the pull down fist. Anecdotes hmm. to keep is the destiny for that one. <laughs> I think it's actually a theater uh, criticism. It's like stop milking the giant cow on stage. I almost, I almost want you to do the goofy and the strong bad world border order again. Yes. <laughs> got to protect the world border. Go for it, Matt. Go for it, Matt. We've got to protect the world border. Order. <laughs> so, so I think this is somebody. A good idea. This is yes. a very good idea. <laughs> Hoglagods. Come on, Hoglagods. No. Hoglagods. No. <laughs> but anyway. Well, we still like you, Master. I came no, here no. because I... No. What? No, no one likes you, Edson. You are yeah. uh, Masters from the next sentence. Yes. <laughs>